This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Migs Cast. My name's Steve Miggs, and I am here with the Reverend Enfuego. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Cannon, everybody. Hello, Dio. All right. We are just a couple of days away from Live Day. So Hi, there. How you Hello doing, Glenn? Hello, uh, Tired, fried, burnt out. Uh, Glenn is the Paul Schaefer of Live Day. I think oh, you can have those cool glasses. You're going to shave your head? Yeah. Yes. And yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just get a bald cap, maybe. And yeah. yes. And participate in random segments as well. Yay! So it really is. Yeah. So you're the, you've been wrangling all the bands that can be performing at Live Day, all the musicians. Hey, and and, and fans, thank you. I'm sure that was an undertaking. <laughs> well, actually, typically bands are not necessarily the most um, quick to get back. No, none of them. I sent out one tech email saying, "Hey, here's what you're walking into." Because right. honestly, Castle, um, in uh, you know, I'm very tired. Different, differently than years past, um, Castle wrangled all the artists. Oh. So he hit me with a, hey, who, here's who I've got. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And then a big uh, email went out from him and our brother Jason. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, then from there, I've kind of tapped in and said, hey, guys, here's what to expect. Right. Like, there will be, for example, no sound checks of any kind. No, you go in and you play. Yeah, because there's going to be a radio show happening. 10 feet from you live. So right. you can't be up there like, can I get a little more of, you know, so-and-so in my monitor? And yeah, that's, Steve's just going, shut up! Yeah, right. that, that's I'm not going to happen. Talking over here. Talking over here. Well, and on the flip side, for us, like, <laughs> you know, the, I was saying, oh, well, during a break, I could uh, we could round up people to, you know, be um, callers, because instead of taking calls at Live Day, we're not taking l- l- calls. We're going to have the audience. in people's face. Yeah, the audience will be our quote-unquote caller. So I'm like, yeah, we could solicit and, and maybe make an announcement. They're like, do you not realize that even when you're not live, we are still live? So you won't be able to get onto a PA and be like, we need callers for this because window pane's playing or, <laughs> yeah. or, or Craig Gass oh. is doing a commercial in the voice of Al Pacino. Whatever it may be, you're not going to have an opportunity to do any of that. That's right. Yeah, so it's going to be, Live Day's making me nervous the now, closer we get to are it. you going to hop up from your table and walk over to join us for Beat Megs, the theme? Oh, crap, I got to sing Beat Megs. Yeah, yeah man. dude. Oh, You're on it, remember? Yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I keep cracking up Sean in rehearsal. Because I, I do the, Sean's buying his kit just cracking up every time we run it, man. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be doing this live. Oh, wait, wrong one. That's the wrong one, man. Uh-huh. We're going to be doing this live. Play Beat Mix. I will beat anyone that calls in to play the game. Hey, remembers the lyrics. He's smarter than you. Oh, you do too. You're going to lose. Nope. Play. 60 seconds on the clock. Yeah. You're going down, and he's going to rock. It's time to play the game. <laughs> so, everybody, what a shame. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna write down the lyrics. I, I've been doing really well in rehearsal. Oh, and it shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is different. Now I have a large bulbous microphone shoved in my face. That's hot. 
I am glad that we decided to do that because I don't know if you've heard this yet. Our friend who just recently, fresh off of their triumphant debut show at Studio 7, Richie and the Boys in Thunder Beast, sent me their version of the Beat Make song. Oh, nice. <laughs> we, we played it last Friday. And let's just say it went over like a like a bomb, man. It was just like everyone. People like, were like, what's that? Right. Like, I don't know how to feel about this. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. My brain hurts. Let's hear it. All right. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah, man. Thrash slash death slash aggressively different version of the Beat Mix theme, which I absolutely love. All right. This is Thunder Beast covering the Beat Mix song. That is so incredible. Is it not? (laughs) My favorite thing is I I just love looking at waveforms and stuff. And normally there's like an ebb and flow and an up and down. It's like a brick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just a brick. It's so awesome. My favorite part was when we played this, someone texted and said, "Uh, Did your friend Richie play the triple bass? Triple bass. Yeah, 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 it's it's incredible what he does in the bass. My other favorite part is the Yeah, I was out on Friday, so that's the first time I've heard it. So you oh, you good. That. Did you make any kind of announcement uh, during the show, or did you just play? We it? played the original version, and then said, "Oh, in honor of Thunder," because Thunder Beast was the loud local band of the week, so we were playing their music as bumpers all right. morning long. So I'm like, you know. It's not often that this happens, but Thunder Beast, and I think more local bands should do this when they become, they should give us a gift for being the band of the week as opposed to the other (laughs) way around. They gave us a gift, and that was this song. And then we played it, and the, the, the response was just overwhelming. Oh, it's positive. happening, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, killer. Even people are like, I don't even like that style of music, but I'm loving this no, that version. That was great. Because you, you know. just don't expect it. Yeah, and especially at, you know, what time's the first beat Megs happen? Six, six, oh. 6.50. Yeah. At 6.50 a.m., you need that. <laughs> right. You're sitting in your car contemplating your life decisions up to this point. It could You're encourage You're tired. You may or may not smell of urine and spilled coffee. It uh, could get the road rage out. You need that. You think you need that, man. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if a few cars got into accidents because of that song. Headbanging oh, too hard. Yeah, the one guy that was just already wigging mad, maybe getting run off the road by an ambulance kind of thing. And he's like, I don't know what and to do. And that comes then. on, and that's just the moment. I'm now going to take you out. Get out of my way. Piss off, cabbie. Get out of the way, nut. I'm going to run you over. No, I don't have any money. The light was yellow. Goddamn pedestrians. Stupid cyclists. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. 
Ah, that's killer. Oh, man, that was awesome. That was awesome. So, I mean, that's really been, I think, all of our lives has been just prepping for Live Day. And hopefully people join us. Go to KISW.com. Tickets are still available. If you are going, I highly encourage you to dress up like Fred Durst because Thursday kicks off the winter of Biscuit. Now, did it get figured out? Because I do know that yes. w- Window Pane is not doing Limp Biscuit. Clover I- Jane has figured out the music to Nookie. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because last I had heard, they were concerned about tuning issues. Well, they and figured I it out. And I said, let me know by Monday. That's yep. Window Pane's final rehearsal for Live Day. So I need to know by Monday. And I never heard anything. I'm like, okay. So what's <laughs> up? <laughs> That's me tapping out. So we've got Clover Jane. They're going to be kicking it off. Uh, at some point, Window Pane, you guys are playing as well. Uh, what, like around 650-ish? Yeah, we're, we're doing, obviously, the two beat MIGs so setups. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, yeah, somewhere in there, we're playing an original and a cover. All right. So Okay, so what are you doing? Oh, you want me to disclose? Yes. You want disclosure? Let's give a little tease to that. Wasn't Disclosure the movie where um, Demi Moore sexually harasses Michael Douglas? Was that Disclosure? That's hot. I wish you would disclose me. No, man. You know, I was sexually harassed recently in the workplace. Were you really? Yeah, I was. I was, actually. And and it looks like you liked it. I kind of liked it. (laughs) (laughs) What was his name? Uh, His name was Carl. No, um, (laughs) I I can't remember her name. She's like a banquet captain at this space we work out of. Huh. And I can't remember how we got on the subject, but I was riffing about something, and she jumped in there, and she's like, oh, you got daddy issues. Like, nah, it's more like mommy issues. She's like, oh, not a good hard spanking won't sort out. And she's she's oh, like laying it on. Wow. And I was kind of like, I, I don't Isn't that amazing? I'm sorry. This, <laughs> this is kind of cool. I kind of liked it. Yeah, I was being sexually harassed at the workplace. At no point did she bring you in the office, whip out her penis, and start touching it? That would have wigged me out <laughs> yeah. pretty, because if she had uh, a little going on down there. I would have been shocked and amazed. Do you have to censor that? Good God. I made up that word. When have you ever been able to say that? Zilla? You can say Zilla. (laughs) You weirdo. I thought I'd try and see if if it elicited a response from Rev. It got the response. Yeah. Yeah, Good job. Yeah, he's cross with me now. Stuff like this could happen on Live Day and you wouldn't even hear the bleeps. The first first ever F-bomb on a Live Day was me. <laughs> I still blame Ryan Castle. It was for Ryan's that. fault. It, it was yeah. Ryan's by fault, proxy. It was Ryan yeah. that cursed. Oh, it was definitely yeah, yeah man. Yeah. He threw me under the bus and then held me in place as it rolled over me. But I'm pumped because then also at nine o'clock ish, uh, Brent Amaker and the Rodeo are going to perform, which yeah. is going so to be exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to the reaction of the people that aren't there. Like the texters. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, God. I mean, here we are, the rock station, and all of a sudden we're gonna have like this weird, <laughs> like weird new wave country. Artist. Have you have you guys seen any footage of the one man band who's also going to be Eric? featured throughout the day? Yes. Yeah. He's going to be doing a Zeppelin song on our show. He's incredible in the way that oh I don't know like grimace so on mushrooms. One, one man playing Zeppelin. He's a weird old guy in lederhosen, and he has a bunch of horns and stuff strapped to his head, and then his boots are strapped to a bass drum that's on his back, and. It's this not is like going to be so weird. Oh, it's Castle. You know, his eyes lit up like he's like, look at this, man. <laughs> you know, and he's showing me this guy. I'm like, you're right. That is incredible. He's like, I know. Right. You know, and he's all mega happy castle. Like, yeah. look, look, look what I found. Is it Eric? Eric Royer, the one man. Does he have a rock? bunch of horns and stuff strapped to his head and a banjo and stuff on his back? He's got a lot of stuff. Is that him? No. Wait, there's another Eric the One Man Band? That, that ain't him. The guy we're hearing now. Eric Haynes? I'll do Seattle. No, Eric's Eric's one Man Band in Seattle? Yeah, Eric Haynes. I got him. Yeah. There we go. Here we go. 
Yeah, I heard he's going to do the immigrant song. Oh, yeah, I've seen him at the fair. This is the guy. Oh, my God. Cool. He's going to be on stage doing Led Zeppelin's The Immigrant Song. Has he ever done it before? Who knows? That's not the point. <laughs> Let's see. Nope, I don't think he... I'm looking at Eric Led Zeppelin. I'm not seeing it on uh, YouTube. No. And I'm looking up on his webpage right now, and I'm not seeing that either. I think he's going to be involved in Beat Migs as well. <laughs> yes. He's going to do the victory music. If, if I win, he's doing simply the best. Okay. Simply the best. Oh, let's look at his. All right, let's see what other stuff he's got going on here. Huh? I'm just looking at his frequently asked questions. Uh, I love it. Is your ad clean? Oh, he does Rocket Man. Rocket Are you on narcotics? <laughs> I am the Rocket Man. I need the audience to help me count down. We'll get. Here I go. Here I go. Look out. He does it on a bicycle. A little shaky. All I need is a little bit of altitude, and I'll be. Man, look at this one. This is going to be interesting. He's not really doing the song. Like, is he is is he like a, a heart surgeon by day? Is this like a buckaroo bonsai situation we have know. going on with this guy? Hi, I'm Eric Haynes. I'm a professional comedian. I specialize in shows for corporates and comedy clubs, but that's not all I do. <laughs> what I need you to do is slowly edge towards me until you're. He juggles knives. Whoa. He wears stilts. Oh, you're not. It, it should be a good time. That's him. Uh huh. All I can say is that drugs are bad. Uh, I think drugs are pretty awesome, sir. <laughs> I think drugs are necessary, sir. <laughs> wow. Uh, in answer oh. to your question, we're going to do... I the uh, trumpet. I'm the one-man band, too. Oh, was, that, was that what I heard? Oh, yeah, it's... No, don't... Oh. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was more like the snare drum. Bit yeah, of a slapper there, dude. Oh, the better one was the one you missed. You're going to blow yeah. out a gasket. Quite man. possibly. No, I heard it, but I thought Buffalo it was like a dip. mic boom squeaking or something. Yeah. No, that was me. We had morning buffalo dip today. Buffalo dip. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. 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 What do you dip in it? Family land. Chips. Chips. No interruptions for up to six. That sounds fantastic. Let's see more, Eric. Juggler, when somebody paid me ten dollars to do a kid's birthday party, and things snowballed from there. <laughs> now I'm here. Here's what I've got. This Excuse strap me. down here goes to a bass drum. This strap over here goes to the hi hat. So his I've feet are strapped to yeah, the drum. He's like he's in this apparatus. For people that are going to be listening uh, live day, you'll just have to use your imagination. For those of you who have uh, manned up and are coming to witness the chaos live, this guy is a handful. Yeah, he's got like 17 horns strapped to his head, and then he just rotates his his mouth around and does what he has to do. Hopefully. This is going to be awesome. Yes, it is. Part of me doesn't want to tell BJ that he's going to be performing Led Zeppelin until that's my hope is that he gets deeply into BJ's bubble, like it's, it's right behind him. Let's bring Hair Club in here. We're going to bring Hair Club in. Yeah. Nope. Oh. He walked away. Oh, what a dick. He just straight walked away. He was not feeling the Migs. Now he's, now he's just looking at the trash. He's yeah. probably big time. He would rather stare well, yeah, into a trash bin he is Captain than big interact time. with you, man. He liked you better when you were still the producer. Yep. You know, you didn't have as much tout. <laughs> I love that sound drop right there. 
kind of want to, I got to get that as a drop. <laughs> Actually, you know, as I was talking about uh, pumping Glorious into Steve's bedroom while he's, uh, you know, trying to conceive with yep. Sid, I think I'd rather pump in this music. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking since we're stuck on live day, just the Foley artists and get a Foley artist to hang out in the closet. Oh, oh that reminds gosh. me, I got to. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, just Foley artists yeah. adding to the context oh my of. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. I'm reminded of. Uh, you guys remember the movie Big? Yeah, yeah. Movie Big. Yeah, Tom Hanks. So I was at the theater watching Big, and there's that moment where she takes her shirt off. She's just standing there in a bra, and then she turns off the light. Then he turns on the light and just reaches up and rests his hand on her breast. Remember that scene? No, I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> that. It was the last time you saw Big. It's anyway, a long time. Ago. That's that's what happens, right? So you know, she she's wearing this like kind of white satin bra. It's great. She takes her her blouse off and then uh-huh. turns off the light. He promptly turns, damn, Steve. That wasn't me. That was Eric. You're a liar. Gosh, you guys, that was not me. But he, he turns the light back on and then reaches up and, and just, you know, puts his hand on her breast because he's he's, yeah. a, he's like a 12-year-old trapped in a grown man's body. Right. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> and we're sitting there in a quiet theater, and right when he reached up and did that, I went, honk. <laughs> and no kidding. The entire theater just lost their S for about five minutes. I mean, it started quietly. Like, people were like, huh, huh. And then it just radiated outwards. I was so proud. That was a Foley artist from the movie Big. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I did that. I, I did that. And it was most effective, man. Well, that beats the time I went and saw the Blair Witch Project in the theaters. And I went with my old host, uh, the old show, Andy Savage. And he found out moments before the film that the film wasn't real. And, you know, there was a lot of, like, is this really a real movie? Like right. a lot of people had this suspended belief that mm-hmm. this was legitimately archived video footage that, or film footage and someone made a movie out of an actual real life situation. So as the credits were rolling in the beginning of the film, he just goes, you know, it's fake. Oh, oh what a oh, dick. The whole theater booed him. Yeah, no the doubt. The Seattle Times mentioned that in the review <laughs> that... Oh, that some jackass yelled, you know, it's fake Andy. before the film. I know. I was just like, gosh, guy. And we're going to see that in the theater. And when it, it I, I was under no illusions that it was real. Right. I just thought it was a unique take on yeah. filmmaking. And when it ended and the screen just goes black, myself included, everyone in the theater just sat there for a minute. Yeah. Just sat there. Like, what did I just see? And then slowly, a little bit of light starts to fill the room as the credits roll. <laughs> I found the old article. But, and yeah. like the, the second paragraph is, it's a fake, shouted a spoil sport at a preview screening oh, a couple of days ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there. Yeah, thank you, Internet. First line. First line <laughs> of the review. How did Andy deal with all that? He thought it was, he was bummed that they didn't say his name. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah. And he presses good press, right? Exactly. He knows what's up. Oh, man. Yeah, that movie was pretty awesome when you first saw it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, it was stupid. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I went in there and I was like, I have no idea what I'm in for. I've heard I this movie's it. really unique and, and weird and scary. And yeah, by the time it ended, I mean, it was me, my wife, and my buddy Joe Carroll went and saw it, the three of us. Nice. And then people just started quietly walking out. That's interesting. No one was talking. And then we got outside and I think Joe was like, Cannon, how you doing? And I'm like, I, I need an effing drink. 
<laughs> and he's like, let's go do that. And that was our, dis- you know, normally you'll yep. talk about the movie. And I yeah. think that was, uh, Tawny, I think. You had to process she it. was just a lot of people did. Yeah, yeah, I think Tawny was just blinking, you know, and <laughs> we all just went and, and sat and drank. And then it was like, so how was work? You know, like we didn't, <laughs> we didn't talk about it, man. It, it, it <laughs> ends so abruptly. And, I mean, you've got to kind of piece it together to kind of figure out really what's going on. But it's so intense, so intense, oh, so intense. And then yeah. done. The, the best part about that was we went and saw it with a bunch of friends, and one of my buddies made it about 10 minutes in before the shaky cam made him just, he left, oh, he ran yeah. out because he had to pee. Anyone with vertigo or anything, I would imagine oh, that yeah. handheld cam style would just make you nauseous. It's like that Cloverfield man. movie. Some people got yeah. nauseous from that. I really enjoyed Cloverfield. See, I, that's too. one of my favorite movies. I thought that movie was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you Similar know, vibe. Another one that was along those lines before all this took off, because there's all the paranormal activity movies, which yeah. those are a good time. The first, one, the first one was amazing. The first one's really good, but it's the same thing. It's all yeah. done with video mm-hmm. cameras, right? Yeah. So they, they took the premise established by Blair Witch and made a whole thing, but there was a movie called Quarantine. I, I still haven't seen it. takes place in a fire yeah. station. Really good. Um, if you're a Dexter fan, the chick that plays Dexter's sister is the main character. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, she goes to this fire station. She's a TV reporter and then they get called out on a call and she goes with them to this building and the next thing you know, they're all trapped in this building because it's been... But it's like that. It's all hand camera stuff because she's supposed to be part of this TV crew filming a documentary about this fire station. And they're trapped in. It's just bad. Real bad. <laughs> yeah, that's extraordinarily appropriate. Now, that sounds like the remake from It right there. <laughs> hey, I came across this and I thought this would be kind of a fun thing to talk about since we do love talking about music and we love talking about one-hit wonders. Oh. Um, LA Weekly just put together a list and I'm... I question this entire list, but I'm I'm, I'm excited to get oh, your guys' talk opinion. to me, Goose. Yeah, let's do this. The top ten greatest one-hit wonders of the hair metal era. Oh God, I'm not going to know any names. I may not either. Or all right, like any bands. But let's on do this. this. One. Let's, we'll let's fly go down through this a few. Enough's enough on there. No, surprisingly. What qua? But there is one that's on here that does have a, a slight connection to the mix cast. Slaughter. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe we'll even jump right to that. You know what? Let's just jump right to that one because we don't need to. I mean, number 10 is Feel the Shake by Jet Boy. Jet Boy? I don't uh, I don't even know this song. Like, if you play a little bit of it, maybe I'll figure it out. But Sounds like ACDC to me. I was going to say, it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You've This has been done. Ooh. Oh. How hard is he grabbing his boys for this one? Oh man! Oh, that's bad. This is just a bad idea. Okay, next. Yeah. Okay. So that was a hit. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go outside and open a blood vessel. I've 1988. had it. I've, had it. I've just right. had it. This next one, I have to admit, I don't remember how the recording quality is, but I remember as a young man back in 1989, I was obsessed with this band. Uh, one of my absolute favorite bands of that year. I mean, it. Notice the, the nervous and and scared right, look remember. on my face. Do you remember the band Bang Tango? Yes. Okay. Wasn't that like a Nugent song or something? Didn't they have an acoustic song? I don't know if they did, but this was this was my jam on Headbangers Ball. I thought they were Bang Tango. Were they Love Is On The Way? Uh. Love Is On The Way. So far, I'm not hating it. Well, the vibe of it is very, I swear to God, we're not stealing from Queensryche. Saigon Kick was Love Is On The Way. Saigon Kick. Ugh. Yeah, I'm Dirty not bait. feeling this. All right, we'll get a, we'll move ahead a little. But bit. that whole intro was like, honest. We're not stealing from Queensrÿche. Who does this better? Hello. 
Oh. You guys weren't a fan of the dying cat vocal style? No. Not it. Oh. All right, so, so far, Next. we're 0 for 2. All right, this one, I have no idea who this is. And this comes from 1990. Steelheart. Excuse me? Steelheart? I'll never let you go. A song written about the Reverend in Fuego. The number eight greatest. <laughs> and his unbreakable heart. Steelheart, maybe. Steelheart. <laughs> he swoops down and rescues the people of Tacoma from demonic presences. Yeah, sure. Thursdays at 8 p.m. on NBC. <laughs> Guys, we just wrote our anthem. What should we call it? Oh, man. Oh, boy. Cut me a check and get me some trim. That's what's going on here. Oh, wait. I gotta wait. Here we go. Gotta wait for the big explosion. Excuse me? <laughs> it's creepy when he makes eye contact with me when he says that. Come here for your explosion. Come here for my explosion. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, man. Yeah. Are, these, are all these bands fronted by the same people? A bunch of really hot chicks with too much makeup on and big oh, hair. Banging the crap out of these love guys. these guys. And people wonder why grunge murdered this stuff. Right. Oh, my God. Something real? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'll give exactly. you a guess on who hates Alice in Chains. All of these bands. God. Yes. <laughs> well, even GNR. 89, you got Facelift and uh, and um, Appetite. Yeah. But... um. Even though Bad Motor Finger had dropped, it wasn't... Uh, no, Bad Motor Finger is what put him over the top. Loud Love. Oh, uh, that yeah, would have louder been... Than love. Louder Than Love. Was Bad Motor Finger... It was... It... Bad Motor Finger... Outshine I... wasn't out in 90, was it? 89, 90? I, I feel like that was like 91, 92. Yeah, they were yeah. right on the heels of they this. They were still on Louder Than Love, that record. And I remember seeing the video for uh, Pearl Jam's Alive yeah. on Headbangers Ball oh, yeah. at like 1 a.m. Yep. But yeah, it was slowly... I remember thinking like, oh my God, classic rock is coming back. Thank God. Because to me, Guns N' Roses was actually a classic rock band. So was Alice in Chains. Because yep. it wasn't hmm. that... It, wasn't che- it didn't have a guy that sounded like he was a Yeah, they, they weren't wearing singing. makeup and it wasn't this... Wait, it didn't sound like this? Oh, man. Gosh. All right. All right. Let's try this one. Moving this on. One, moving on. All right. This, okay. So, so far, they're 0 for 3. Uh, number <laughs> 7. Number 7 has a, a, a weird connection to our podcast. It's the band that gave us the inspiration for Welcome to Seattle by Wyatt Only and the Wreckage. Pretty Boy Floyd. <laughs> I prefer Ugly Kid Joe, I think. <laughs> right? This song is called Rock and Roll. It's going to set the night on fire. I've never heard this. Me neither. Moving on. It's just a crew clone. Or or Poison. Yeah. Like, they make Poison sound like a credible band. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Let's go. Let's go. It's like pre-teen. Dude, hair metal was... special. Hair metal was the crappy emo bands that Danny listens to. Yeah. I wish these guys had the hair. They had the makeup. Back, back. All right, the squeaky so. voices. Moving on. <laughs> Glenn, so far we are 0 for 4. These are bad. <sighs> I know. This is awesome. This is like a total, like, but after this, I would lo- opposite. I'd love the opportunity did. to throw two 80s bands that okay. you guys may or may not have heard at you that, that were sort of in this genre, yet I feel absolutely kick ass. Okay. So yeah, I'd like what? to do that. Maybe we should all try and think of <sighs> at least one. Got, you I, got I, two. People are going to be like, who? I've and got I'm one. I'm like, dude, these guys were dope. I've got one, and they, they are such a fine line from being a part of all this crap. And they're not bands you've heard of, I guarantee right. you. Mine you probably heard of, but they weren't a huge band. All right, number six. Guess what rhymes with six? That's Kicks. Let's oh, go. These boys are from my hometown. 
Don't we, close your yeah, eyes. I covered this. It's funny, man. Ah, How many X's are uh, in that band's name? One. Okay. I covered this with like uh, the Iron Dragon Boys. And yes, yeah, Steve Whiteman, all those guys are from Hagerstown. So they grew up pretty much right on top of where I grew up, man. So Kicks is still a big deal in Western Maryland. I mean, they were the only band to really come out of Western Maryland. The only other big Maryland band I can think of is Clutch. Bless oh, those boys' hearts. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I can't hate on Kicks just because they're like pretty much the same zip code as me, and no one gets out of Western Maryland, as I have clearly illustrated. And so far, his voice is not killing me. Yeah. Don't close your eyes. He's got. He's kind of got a, like a Tom Kiefer voice. Uh, honestly, they had a song called. They had a song, another ballad called "For Shame" that was really cool. Um, they actually had a song called "Sex" that was pretty damn funny, um, and I think they're intending to have fun. Um, "Cold Shower" was another cool kick song. Yeah, man, I'm I'm familiar with kicks. All I'm, right, I'm so not going to diss kicks. I will not diss. So kicks. we're one for four so far. Yeah, All well, right. you know, Western Maryland represent. Proud of my boys and kicks, man. Keep it coming, fellas. Right, I mean, we're one in four, so we're one out of five. We've gotten so. far. And honestly, uh, to all our listeners out there, look up uh, for shame. It's a great tune. All right, next one is number five. Let's go all the way back to 1989 again. Uh, I don't know this one either. It's not helping me in any way feel good about myself. Tora Tora. Remember them? I remember the band. I remember name. the name. I never Tora was in- Tora. Wasn't that a, like a World War II movie? Tora Tora Tora. I think that was a, a, an adult film. Oh, that was Horror Tara, Horror. Tara, Tara. Horror Horror Horror. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, man. They all sound the same. I am just all not the singers. Well, then I think the labels were like, just keep pumping this poop out. People are buying it. Do it. Right. Do it quickly, John. The yeah. next band <laughs> I was also a big fan of back in the day of, of the uh, hair metal. Uh-oh. I'm a little nervous about this one as well. And I don't even think this was the song that I necessarily was a fan of, but uh, we'll give it a shot. It's Do you remember the band Junkyard? I remember the name. All right. No. This is their song, Simple Man. Uh, oh, it's the cover. No. It's no, it's cover. not. Okay. Steve, you get a Leonard Skinner to F <laughs> for a fine, ah, yeah, for fun, for effing killer. And that was like the song I danced with my mom to, too. Not this one, but oh my god, he's venturing outside of the shred guitar and playing some slide. Immediately give him props for that. All right, could it Are be? Are you just gonna noodle all over everything and show how great you can play the guitar with you know eights and really high output pickups? Okay, you can moving on. Yeah, let's <laughs> We're gonna bridge hair metal and country. Dude, this is one of those moments where I just shake my head and say white people. <laughs> you know? All right, so another just one. Just pure down. disdain. We're now at number three. You guys remember Trickster? No. Yeah, these were the I idiot do. kids. Like all of their videos featured them racing their dirt bikes. Let's jump our dirt bikes in our video, and they're all like sixteen, and they all rode dirt bikes. I remember this song, and I didn't like it back then, and no, I don't like it now. No, moving on. Oh God! Oh, they got country twang too. These guys put the saltine in cracker, man. <laughs> all right, let's try this one. a very interesting number two. 
You might not know the song, but you know the drummer, or at least you know the dad. It's Bonham, baby. Oh. Uh, song's called Wait For You. I don't even remember this one. You know, even Jimmy Page was in The Firm, which was just a tragedy. I remember this song. Oh, it's like such a ripoff of his dad's band. That's a tragedy. Um, then Jimmy Page, who I, I love. I mean, I love and respect the guy. The Firm was just a tragedy. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a terrible. I mean, it's cocaine must have been highly prevalent. Oh, please stop. I'm, I feel like I'm being yeah, interrogated, man. <laughs> Give us the answer, Glenn. I'll Give sign anything you want. I'll sign anything you want, man. <laughs> Can we go back to waterboarding, please? I, I, that was better. <laughs> <laughs> number one. All right, number one. I don't know this one. I know the guy. I know he was a very well-respected guitarist He, well, in my world because he played with Kiss for a half a second. The Vinnie Vincent Invasion. I remember hearing that name. The song is called Boys Are Gonna Rock. I like the beginning. See, stuff like that always, it always felt kind of homosexual to me. Like, well, who's the band that sang about wanting to go where the down boys go? Bullet Boys, right? Yeah, I don't know about all that. Where the like, down boys go. I don't go. think I want to go there. <laughs> you know, I think they're just talking about popped collars, but I, I don't want to go there. What is happening? This isn't so bad right now. No, that weird siren thing. I feel like I'm about to have a seizure. I don't understand. Now, do they even sing? Uh, Oh, my God. It's cool that they were able to secure Mariah Carey for these sessions. What a mess. It's just a mess of noodling guitar crap and some guy singing like this. He's like, I'm an awesome guitarist. Listen. Yeah, listen, listen, listen how good I am. Oh, God. Here's a junkyard this song that I unlistenable, like. Unlistenable, man. Right, okay, I can get behind this. It's basically Queen's Tie Your Mother Down, but okay. Oh, they've changed it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm a huge dick. <laughs> Uh, it's a, as soon as I it starts know, singing, man. man it's yeah. just God Almighty. <laughs> oh, dude. Is like a sweet solo at some point where he stops See, it's singing? nostalgia for me, though. Like, I know, yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. This completely sucks. And I'm listening to it, and there's nothing I can say that will make me you guys think otherwise. Other than this was when I was 14 and finding my love for music. So mm-hmm. let, me, let me see if my 80s... Okay. So I'd like you to look up uh, Life, Sex, Death, Telephone Call to Jesus. No kidding. And if we at least get through a chorus, you guys can tell me if this is unlistenable or not. I haven't heard this in 25 years. All right. But I used to love it. It takes a second. Oh, I see what they did. LSD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I remember this band. Dude, was Stanley, the lead singer. Dude, this band was awesome. I thought they were too. Let's see if that holds up. Because here in a minute, Steve and I might be just apologizing all over ourselves. <laughs> I'll never forget the album cover. And then I got one after this one. I already like it better than anything else we've heard. Oh, yeah. I just want to get to the chorus. Remember the chorus being amazing. <laughs> this sounds killer. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he's not screaming. 
very lane-esque. Just want to hear that chorus. Remember the chorus being incredible. We'll see. Yeah, I can get behind this. I stand behind this still. Yeah, solid. I think it's cool. But well, we just listened to garbage. Hits, trash, <laughs> and crap. Yeah, we really did cleanse the palate. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, we fully cleanse. All right, now I'm a little I think nervous. that holds up. God dang, I'm nervous about this one. But this There was-, was a song on that album I want to point out called Some Effing S-Ass. I saw that, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it is worth a listen. If I recall, it was just great. And there's another song called I'm a Tank, but they were really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's good. Now I'm nervous about mine. And Rev, you still got to think of one for yourself. Oh, okay. This one I always thought was cool because it just sounded like a dark vibe to it. But man, oh man, watch it. It's just completely Let, Let's see where balls. we land. Oh, All no, right. dude, we're rolling the dice here. I know. All right. Let's see. Hold on. Let's get this song going. Here we go. Come on. Come, watch it doesn't play. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's NWA. Right on. <laughs> Yeah. What is this? Circus of Power. The song's called Vices. I've never even heard of them or this. It, it, was on, it was on Headbangers Ball around the time of all the other crap we were listening to. And it stood out. Yeah, it does. I like the chorus. It obviously does. Wait, we're about to kind of go a little bit ahead. Yeah, I can get with this. Okay. This isn't, this isn't embarrassing at all. This is cool and bluesy and dark. It's almost like the Georgia Satellites, but a lot more rocking. Yeah! What did they have to censor that back then? I wonder. Do you remember the time Buck Cherry's lit up? He came out, MTV was censoring it. I don't think they did. I don't think they had to censor it back then. No, I don't think they even really thought about doing that. Nobody's panties were in a bunch yet. No, it's the 80s, man. Yeah, lighten up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you have one for us, Rev? Yeah, Rev, your turn. It's very, uh, very Aerosmith right here. Yeah. Sounds like a Joe Perry solo. Yeah, this is a cut above all that other yeah crap. Yes. I was trying to think of stuff, racking my brains, racking my brains, and I finally. I here's the problem. Uh oh. I remember the name of it. I don't remember the song that well, so I don't. Well, no, we both just kind of did yeah, that. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. heard. Uh, I hadn't right? heard LSD in twenty five so years not, easily. I'm not going to tell you the name of it. I'm going to see how long it takes you guys. Oh, hook this. us up, man! You're yeah, probably, probably going to get it right away. But just once, bit oh, and twice what, shy. Yeah, yep. I can get with this. It's great white, right? Yes. Yeah, these guys were kind of rock and roll, and the singer didn't sing like a D-bag. That was the thing that yeah, I remember. They were kind of like Tesla in that way. Like, Tesla was really yeah. cool. 
Cinderella had a bit of the hair metal thing going on, but they were so rock and roll. It was cool. Like Tom Kiefer's killer, man. Was, there were certain bands that weren't lame, and yeah. I count these guys among them. Oh, yeah. This is timeless. Number, this is uh, Great White? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember seeing Great White cover Led Zeppelin's Babe, I'm Gonna oh Leave Oh, my God. Yes. yes. On MTV Unplugged. It was incredible. Oh, I should find out. It was really like, because, you know, I kind of took them with a grain of salt, like I did most of the stuff on MTV back then. Totally, yeah. But I saw that and was like, oh, okay, these guys are, wow. these Dude, guys are happening. That was the moment where I, I was, I, I was blown away by this band. Yeah. That's so oh, funny. Dude, that is fair. I mean, they were, it was really remarkable. Our buds in the last international, they do a great version of Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You really? as well. Oh, oh my gosh. With, with Delilah's voice. They're yeah. coming back in March. Nice. 25th, I think Shoreline, Daryl's Tavern. I'm gonna go. Oh, Daryl's? Daryl's? They are not playing Daryl's Tavern. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. Yeah, I know where Daryl's Tavern is, right by the French Shoreline. The International's playing Daryl's Tavern. Their friend, who they always stay with, is putting on a charity show. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a benefit, and they're okay. doing it as a favor. Yeah. Big favor. Is Daryl's a small place, dude? Yeah. Teeny. Dude. Really? Oh, my God. Teeny, teeny. Oh, now I'm excited it's to a, see them It's there. an Uber dive. Dude, even it, better. I don't even think there's a stage. There's almost no PA. They are in for a, oh, my God, what did we sign up for? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and that's in Shoreline, right? Dude, I know where Daryl's Tavern is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in Shoreline right next to the Fred Meyer. That's I, I don't want to be the, that guy, but, you know, I would go do an acoustic set there to help out a friend. Maybe I they're would, doing an acoustic set. That would be about right. Okay, that could be. I have no idea. Yeah, dude, I'm not kidding. Like, your living room's a better gig. Wow. Well, I mean, Sorry I could, to Daryl's Tavern. Yeah, there you go, dude. Great place to go drink. I like going there to drink. <laughs> of course, I like going anywhere to drink. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, solid point. <laughs> this is the great white version. Baby, baby. I'm gonna leave you. Wow. Oh, when it kicks in. Oh, it's just, so good. Oh, yeah. They destroyed I this. Baby. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but I don't think Trickster could have quite pulled you this off. <laughs> no, but I, I bet uh, Steelheart or Bang Tango could. Or even Jet Boy. <sighs> I'll leave you in the summertime. I wonder if those are ovations. They sound like ovations. They have that kind of plasticky fake thing about them. Oh, yeah? Sadly, yeah. But it was the best you could get back then. God, his voice is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. They're, they're doing it. <laughs> they must have got so much poon after pulling this off. <laughs> well, people are like, I love your new song. It's like, oh, man. Right? Dude, I've run into that. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's get to that. It's magnificent. Oh. Uh, oh, that's the girl that banged him that night. <laughs> She's got the cold sores to prove it. I'm over here! <laughs> I mean, not only vocally did they nail it, but the oh, guitar, they're nailing it. Yeah. the drummer. It's killer. When he kicks in... He's got the button-down shirt, and it's buttoned all the way down to create a V, almost like an arrow to his dong. <laughs> it's like, this is probably most You're effective. gonna suck it. Whoa! 
All right, so we got that version. Now let's check out the last international, which did a version, which it's going to take on a whole different vibe because you've got a female singing the song. I'm still just concerned that they're going to play Daryl's. <laughs> now I can't wait. You should reach out and be like, I want to see the chaos that happens. After playing Migs Fest 2. It's going to be a little bit different uh, inside, inside yeah. the fans. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah, this sounds awesome. Gosh, she's got the most amazing voice. Baby, 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 I'm gonna leave you. Leave you in the summertime. Leave you when the summer comes Circle back to some fun. Um, yeah, I've got another one for you. Let me get to the chorus part, though. Is this a live show? I think it's just a live performance in like uh, a random room. They do that a lot. They'll yeah. just like they'll just set up a microphone and just do like a Bob Marley cover, and they'll post it on their YouTube or their Facebook. I think it's really cool that yeah. they do that. Yeah. They, they did like a Beyonce cover. Oh no, kidding! Which yeah. is pretty it's awesome. Smart. Yeah, it's just. To keep their music out there when they're in the middle of writing, I guess. Yeah, yeah she's got pipes. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's have some fun. So here's another one. We'll Uh-oh. see if it holds up. Okay. Look up Disneyland After Dark. And the song is called No Fuel Left for the Pilgrims. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if this holds up. Disneyland After Yeah. Uh, you can't go wrong with covers of "Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You." No. Let's let's see if Disneyland After Dark still is is. I got nothing showing up on here on this. Um, really? Maybe try Disney, D maybe. period A period D period. Let's just try Disneyland with two words. I'll try it on uh, YouTube. It went by D I D D A D, but it was Disneyland After Dark. Oh, D- okay, I'll try that. And they had a couple songs. What's the name of the song? Uh, no fuel left for the pilgrims, okay. or it might be called Jihad. No kidding. <laughs> no fuel left. Uh, found jihad. Oh, I got it. Okay, you got cool. it. All yeah, right, here yeah. we go. All right, so let's let's see here, man. Setting the time machine to the way way back, uh, somewhere on planet Earth. 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 Yeah, it starts off like most of them. My my. Yeah, right. It once fit and twice shy, babe. Not as cool as uh, LSD. I mean, if we're going to play a song that involves Disneyland, we got to go with the ultimate. Hook me up. 
You are such a fart, man. I don't know what this is. It's a, you don't remember Dada? I'm going to be made by him. It's, no. it's 90s, dude. It's, it's always my favorite claim to fame that when Peter Parker almost got signed by a major, the A&R guy was the lead singer of Dada, who went on to become an A&R guy. <laughs> huh. I don't remember this. I just ran away from home. Now I'm going to Disneyland. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I think I, I don't know if I remember this. Hard it ain't. Now I'm going to Disneyland. See, a lot of bad crap happened to him, but it's okay, Glenn, because he's going to Disneyland. He's going to Disneyland. I just robbed a grocery store. I mean, he's a criminal. I'm going to Disneyland. I don't remember. I probably avoided this. Just our President George. Do we fire up Circle Jerks taking retards to the zoo as an answer to this? Do we do that? Steve's boogieing down. All right. Once again, we're going down the music wormhole. That's some oh, bad music wormhole in really right here, man. Music. Let's do our voicemails, our emails, and our text. I stand behind Life, Sex, Death, though. I do. That was good. I, I stand behind that. I think of all the songs we played, there was only a handful. That There was like three or four. Yeah, uh, the Babe, I'm going to leave you covers were Two of them were, were Babe, I'm going to leave you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Great White, We Won't Diss. And uh, I, I think... Uh, and Circus of Power, the Vices song. Yeah, that was cool. Yes, yep. it was. And that was about it. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for stepping into the 80s with us. Kind of like stepping in a pile of dog ass. What a friend. We sit around and check him out. It's Steve. Here's a nice palate cleanser. Thanks, Ziggy. Listen to the messages. The messages are sorts of strange. The words and the voices aren't all the same. Steve Mick, staying positive. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you just a brief sample of this so you can see what's going on. Why don't we start off with a voicemail? Feels like life. <laughs> you know? You sound so defeated when you just, say that. Just it's quirky. It's upbeat song. Just oh, okay. quirky and abusive. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Quirky and abusive. I cannot stand these made-up holidays that I see all over Facebook. They're so annoying. I mean, really, like, National Drink of Beer Day, National Hug Day. Like, what? Today is National uh, American Teddy Bear Day, just, just so you guys know. Who so makes really? these up? Yeah. So Time to annoying. invade Vermont. National Oatmeal Raisin <laughs> Cookie Day. Do you guys know the Vermont Teddy Bear Company was made, made out of a place in Vermont? That's. I thought they were out of Ohio. No, Vermont. That's crazy. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I mean, stop trying to make holidays where there are none. It's just stupid marketing garbage. It's funny it's she true. says that, and I 100% agree. And I, I started on B, BJ Migs whenever I do my news. I, I'm like, hey, thanks to Car Toys for our sponsor. And hey, by the way, happy American Teddy Bear Day. And I did it as a joke because one time there was I saw something and it was just so stupid. Was there a backlash? And so I was doing it for a couple of days, just being a, like just a, a just a nard about it, right? And I kept doing it, and I kept doing it, and I'm like, you know, I'm done doing this. This is stupid. Nobody complained. <laughs> I stopped doing it. The first day I stopped doing it, the text line blew up. Hey man, what day is today? Mm-hmm. Hey man, oh, you, so, you started a thing. So now I have to do it every day. <laughs> it's like when you were a kid and started calling people dude as a joke, and now as a grown man, you still speak that way. Right. It, we started as our group. We started saying "I know right" as a joke because there was you know some dumbass saying it somewhere, and we started doing it. And so now dicks. It's 
there. Yeah. Now it's right? in my lexicon. I know, right? The one I had to train myself, uh, a buddy of mine, Burl Schaefer, always used to say, how's oh. that make you feel? That was his thing. And mm-hmm. that became part of my vernacular. And then there was a day, this when I'm working at Guitar Center, and this lady's in, she's buying her son's first, kid's kid standing there buying his first guitar, amp, case, blah, blah, blah. She gives me the credit card. I run the credit card. It comes back declined. And I'm like, oh, the card's declined. She's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, how's that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, immediately, like, oh, oh, oh. man, I, I just, I felt physically, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. That's just something my friends and I say to each other. I really did, because, man, her jaw fell open and her eyes got big. Like, I, I felt so bad, man. I felt so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I said that right to her face. I, I felt an, half an inch tall. I, oh, that's just, brutal, man. Oh, it broke my heart, you know, and the kid's standing there, too, like, wow, music store guy's a dick, you know? <laughs> like, oh, I felt so bad. Uh, we got a Christopher, our Metallica friend, he sent us an email at themixcast at gmail.com. I want to let you guys know I'm alive and well, but that, that I took a hiatus on calling in. I called a couple times, but as life has it, you can't always make the time for everyone, and that's totally fair. You sometimes, honestly... I'd, I I just assume we played all the voicemails and sometimes they get deleted or sometimes we just never get to them. It's nothing personal. She is definitely pregnant. Someone at? just walked by. BJ was wondering if she was pregnant or not, and now it's very apparent that, that she's was pregnant. random. I thought Steve Sorry. was having some. I know, kind of like a, I was just like, did I just miss like it's part like a, of the conversation? Migs Tourette. Like you and I blacked out for a minute, or Sorry, he's got Migs Tourette. I had this conversation with BJ. It's like, do you think she's pregnant? I don't know if I should say. What, what do you think? Because there's you like that. You never say right. it to the person. But she had no, that, like, it's never yo, okay to oh, ask. Oh, wow, yeah, right. Now she is. And and that's dude. If they're who, nine months in it and you can see it physically kicking through the way. garment, you don't no. ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if, you if, don't even ask. If the baby's coming out going, hey, you don't ask. <laughs> but like she's typically, you say like, oh, you appear to have some kind of growth. You want to put some cream or a lotion on that? <laughs> you never ask. The woman in question is typically like, like one of the best. Uh, it sounds very creepy. But one of the best bodies here. You know, like she's in great shape. How's her body now? It's very curvy. In the front. Yeah, it's it's growing. That's uh, right. It's growing a giant debt. Uh, here, so. here, here comes ruination of all your sleep and dreams. He says, uh, I can't really make the drunk calls anymore regardless because my girlfriend is pregnant with our second child. Hey, Whoa. congrats, oh, man. How about I just go pregnant? That is and it's so weird. Did he here. knock her up? He could have. <laughs> Maybe that's his wife. Um, our son is a little bit young in the habit of waking up in the middle of the night. Uh, it would be unfair of me to have her carry him, and it's really difficult to take care of him with the 2 a.m. hangover, so I've been drinking. Well, good. I'm glad <laughs> on you. Uh, also, it's been great to hang out back in August. Glenn was riding on a jet plane, so it sucks that we didn't get to hang. Oh, Hope to make it in studio yeah, again sometime I miss soon. you, bro. That's from Christopher. That would have been the, uh, that was the Jar of Flies episode, right, Must man? have been. Those I think guys so. came in and yeah. played acoustic. Kyle Court yep. was with them. I got to listen to that episode. It was really cool. You know what the funny thing is? I thought like he saw you at a party and you were like like hopped up on cocaine or something, and that was like his thing. It's also probable. <laughs> uh, Cassie writes us, so I may be the only one that thinks it's cool, but I'm always tripped out by coincidences. Not exactly a conspiracy theorist, haha. But I'm a newer listener. I've been listening from the first available cast while I'm at work. So tonight on Tuesday, I open up the app and there's just the. Poop Shiv song. <laughs> Last night on Monday, I listened to the episode Poop Shiv. So I listened to the song, and I'm just like, awesome. He made a full version. Glenn, I'm the one that messaged about the lyrics. Then I go to uh, Window Pane and Flash Gordon, that episode. And when you started talking about it and then played it, I went crazy in my head. The chance that you'd post that in between for me, these episodes, is super, super low. But I've been flying through them after the men's room. I attached a pic, and it doesn't actually prove anything. But literally hadn't even closed the chat bubble with Glenn. Sorry, I'm a ranter. Stay positive. Cassie, a.k.a. the third shift housekeeper. Oh, that's right, that's your, right. little, your little image right there. Hey. That's awesome. <laughs> that's killer. 
I, I love and, and I'm, I'm also like glad that. that Flash Gordon and the Poop Shift song have not up, upset you in any way. I'm right. really glad that you're entertained <laughs> and amused. Because I remember the one guy was like, dude, why are you being so hard on country music? I'm like, oh, 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 oh this has on. nothing to do with country music, man. I didn't mean yeah. it that way. You know, there, there's always. Uh, you can poke fun and, yeah. and it's just for having fun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that you're entertained. Look, That's the purpose. We're all card carrying members of the Pretty Boy Floyd fan club. <laughs> I can't even say that out loud without it sounding stupid. It's like a tongue Twister, yeah, Freddy, Freddy, Poy, Ployd, us and Rob, the drummer of White Only in the Records, we're all part of that <laughs> fan club. Um, oh, this person says we believe in making good and long-term relations with our customers, and it all starts with a solid mutual understanding. Please contact us. Excuse me. Oh, it's a spam email. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Thanks. What are they peddling? I have no idea. They're Should I click on the link and find out? No, no never. What'd be great is if never, you if ever, you got ever, a ever, message ever. like that, and they were basically selling silicone phalluses. Like that, to me, that's the world I want to live in. Like, dude, that's great that you care so much about your customers and their satisfaction, you know, man? (laughs) Somebody wanted to know if we've heard the, uh, I guess, Dr. Demento is putting out a a big box set and William Shatner's on it. And they said, hey, did you notice that William Shatner covers Garbage Man? I remember Dr. Demento's uh, Fish Heads. Dead puppies aren't much fun. Yeah. When I was a kid, I listened Shaving to, cream. Remember listen, that one? I listened to Dr. Demento almost Me too. every opportunity. My, yeah. See, we would be good friends back in the well, day. I'm telling you, man. I'm we'd, telling we'd you. rock out the kicks and listen to Dr. Demento. Man. <laughs> see, my buddy, he was super into Demento and Weird Al, yeah. and it ruined him for me. Oh. Like, Dr. I, Demento was the yeah. best. I remember Weird Al's early records with like Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung. I don't even remember. Know oh man, it's great because he's singing this little song. Visit Mr. Frump in the hospital. See him most every day. Visit Mr. Frump in the hospital, and this is what he has to say. And then the music just stops. It's like, <laughs> it's it's killer, man. It's really. I saw great. Weird Al wants to tour and not do any of his parodies. He wow. Like just do some of his original tunes. That's got to be really weird for the people who bought the tickets. That's the hardcore of the hardcore fans. Yeah. yeah, who yeah. just like, oh, Weird Al's showing up, you know? It's like, and you don't realize that he's going to be doing that, and then all of a sudden... Like, play Eat It! And he's just like, shut up! I mean, that was play that was before, like, Stop Dragging My Car Around, and I Lost on Jeopardy, and I all that. I Lost on Jeopardy. Like his, my sister and I had his Baby. first, first record, and it was all stuff like that. Yeah. And it was, you know, the Mr. Frump song, anyway, I remember bringing me in just genius. <laughs> just really brutally hilarious, man. So we got a clip from uh, the William Shatner cover of the Cramps Garbage Man. I don't have the full song, but just a clip of it. So let's see what it sounds like. Get out from the garage and down the driveway. Now get out of your mind and get out of my way. Do you understand? Do you understand? I need to party with Bill Shatner. Yeah, right? <laughs> We need William Shatner to be on the next Bruce's Road record. Obviously a lunatic. Yeah, he's actually crazy. He goes all in, man. Yeah, he's committed. I always wonder if he ever heard the original versions of these songs that he covers. I would imagine so. Wow. They need to give away. An opportunity to sit in the studio as he records his vocals for anything. Dude, yes. That last part right there, I would I, I don't know how how did the producer keep a straight face? Dude, that Bohemian Rhapsody. Jump 
on it and ride it, baby. I'm sure he's, you know, National he's either got a straight man. face like, uh, Bill, that was a good take. You want to try that again? I think the phrasing was a hair out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Or he's just sitting at the control desk howling with laughter. Yeah, yeah. Bill, I love you. Lunch is on me. You right. know, man? This is like, the dumbest <laughs> thing you've ever done, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> All right, let's check out another voicemail. Hey, guys, it's uh, Justin and, uh, no, Hannah's not here yet because I'm freaking driving still. Oh, then we don't want to talk to you. What's yeah, up, sorry. man? Um, just thinking about my new commute and wanted to vent a little bit because I haven't gotten to do that for you guys yet. But uh, uh-huh. Hannah and I just moved Yay. to Sumner. Uh-huh. It's a whole <laughs> one mile farther from my work. But? Except we got an added hour to my commute. In the morning, it's not too bad, unless Steve gets in a frickin' fender bender, and then it's a two-hour commute. <laughs> not my Thanks fault. Steve, for that morning. F you. Um, and F the white Honda Accord that oh hit me. Oh, my God. Two hours on the road just to get home? My yeah. clutch is wearing Oh, sorry, Rob. Thanks. Is wearing out. Damn it. My knee is about to pop. Yep. Yeah. And, and I'm turning into the Rev and yelling at people. Oh, I love the new house. It's four bedrooms. I got plenty of room. It's it's great house. You should hang, uh, put a heavy bag commute. in one. You're going to need one after that commute, bro. See you on Thursday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Man, Traffic, I, like, if you've got to do anything on 167, yeah. it's a hellscape. Bro, Dude. honestly, when I stay, if I stay late, like today, I'm hoping I'll be able to get the, out of here at a reasonable time. But if it's after 2 o'clock, I'm positive of an hour and a half to maybe two hours commute I'm, home. I'm watching That's my awful, buddies. Man. I'm watching right. my buddies. Two in the afternoon, man. It should be easy to when, get home. I remember I told you guys when, that when I worked in Telecom, our company used to be work, right at Gasworks Park, basically, and then they moved clear up to Bothell, and I Ooh, basically I, I quit. I was yeah, like, I, I don't quit. blame you. And then they gave me a fat raise, so I stayed, but it was an average of an hour and a half to two hours yeah. one way. Yeah. And uh, well, I don't mind driving two hours. misery. 60 miles per misery. hour. I can't yeah. do two hours in traffic. Oh, dude. can't. Well, I've told you about all the sneaky stuff where I'd come down to 85th and then cut over, and then I found this thing where I'd press the crosswalk button, which would basically stop all traffic on Aurora and allow me to go. <laughs> you talk about getting flipped off five days a week. Yeah. I mean, those cats would see me pull up, hop out of my car, hit that crosswalk button, and you could see him sitting in traffic on Aurora Dick. like, mother effer, he did not just do that. And I'd usually wave, hey, guys. And then the lights would stop to let the, uh, you That's know. funny. I'm just trying to make sure the invisible man doesn't yeah, get run over exactly, crossing the road. Know? Were you I'm sorry. Oh, it's just uh, oh, I'm I'm watching my buddy's game store uh, for a little bit, and so like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I maybe will leave around four or so, and it's an hour and a half going one six seven. It's in uh, Renton, and it's an hour and a half no matter what. It uh, just it just yeah. is. That's brutal. I just accept. Oh, do you have to it. take four or five over to get to Renton? Uh, no, not at that point. Okay, it's a little bit past that, so it's just one six seven to, to eighteen. Because like four oh five between, you know, basically between. <sighs> Where 405 starts in earnest and then Bellevue. It's just. Oh, yeah. 405 is horrifying. Even at 6 a.m., just yeah. forget it. You know, pack yeah. a meal um, yeah. and some quaaludes. Well, that's, it's and, going to be a while. And that's another thing I learned, even uh, coming from Tacoma up to work and, you know, up here in Seattle, is that if I left after five for any reason, usually, you know, sometimes, you know, BJ would be off or something. I'm just coming in, yeah. do a little clerical stuff and come back. I have to leave at a normal time, at like like three thirty in the morning, because if I leave after five, it's at least an hour, uh, usually more. Yeah, you'll age visibly before you even get to oh. all the RV sales places. And I'm so mad. <laughs> and at the point you? when I get, yeah, when I get here, I'm just I'm drained. I'm drained from yeah. yelling at 
everything. Yeah. You know what uh, I've been doing now is I, I just turn on, if I'm stuck in traffic, I turn on the GPS and it's always like, would you like to save whatever minutes? And it just takes you on like the most random backwards. Yeah. Like, but you know what? It keeps me on my toes so I'm not tired. Like I'm going down random residential <laughs> streets and I know it's not helping save me any time. It would be great if like Google was like, Steve, turn right, turn left, you know, then yeah. Park your Jeep. You'll see a scooter with the keys left in it 300 <laughs> yards oh, to the right. That would Here's be awesome. Right, your it. bicycle. Yeah, boom. Take the scooter seven blocks southwest. I mean, that would be so great if it straight navigated you <laughs> like- in your car here. You know, there's a hang glider on the roof of the gymnasium to the left. <laughs> oh, that would be you so know? great. Yeah. It's, yes. like it, it's like the Mission Impossible mode. Yeah, like Morpheus <laughs> is talking <laughs> through you, you know? Do just <laughs> as I say, Steve. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, so I want that. Can we download that app? Or it's like, here's some mushrooms. <laughs> the Google Life app. Yeah, just- Park just, your car and right. take these mushrooms, go to this park and wait two yeah, hours. Today you're going to lose your woods. job, but you won't care. <laughs> Turn right to lose your job now. Are you okay with this? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I th- oh, we got a couple texts. Nice. Uh, is there any way to access old MigsCast, STPCast, and Nuthead, po- Nuthead Podcast? No. Sorry. Um, next theme. Honestly, I don't know if there is or isn't. But, but what was the Nuthut? The Nuthut was when Double R was here. And it was basically our first attempt at doing a podcast. It was How'd it go? It was all right. It was basically it was you, me, Double R, and Toppy. And Toppy. I think, I think it was just the four of us. I remember yeah. enjoying Double R. Yeah. I mean, I always, uh, on the on the BJ Shea show, um, always, it was fun. He always I made mean, me laugh. And the podcast it was, was fun, but it was, yeah, first attempt at podcasts, so it would go about as much as you'd expect with people who have no idea what they're doing except what they're doing on the radio. And it depended on the day. It depended on the week. It depended on the mood. It, but, you know, it, it, it was okay. And then the STP cast obviously did what it did. I have... The first year on CDs, I have all my undead radios yeah, on but CD, I, but I I don't know what to do with them. No. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have a, I, I don't know if we could put them up on the website. I guess we could. They, when they made the switch to a different fi- file uploader server thingy, oh, it nuked so all of them. it sucks because oh, it just took them down. A lot of cool stuff oh. is not available anymore online. Like I, my old WrestleMania or SummerSlam. Radio row broadcast. I can't find those. Just I, killed your content. Boom, gone. Yeah, they just disappeared. Oh, it is they like, warned us, but you know, you don't really believe them. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's on the internet. It's going to be on the internet we forever. We survived the Y2K shift. You know, yeah. it's like your nudies are up there forever, but our audio that we actually want. Right. I can't get rid of my dong on the internet, but no, I can't find my interview <laughs> with you. tried to scrub it's like it. With a bad Jim penny. Ross. It just keeps turning up. Uh, this guy says, what's up, fellas? Sorry, I forgot to put my name on the text about the verb pipe, but damn, this is from, uh, oh, Jared, the bigness of the rig. Nice. What's up, man? What's nice. up, brother? Um, he says the verb pipe, but damn, sending me down the rabbit hole again was the week of killer '90s music. Yay! One of my other absolute favorites was "In the Meantime" by Space Hog. Yes, yes. great song. Oh, it's so good. That whole record was good. Was Actually, it? oh yes. yeah. I only with like cool to be kind one. and all that oh, stuff. Man. Says, Love you, dudes. Shout out to the awesome Justin record. and Hannah. They're rad. And as always. Why it's a dick. LOL. <laughs> oh, hit the post on that one. Nice. And, and we've lifted our hatred for Wyatt. Wyatt's our friend now. Let's not forget. Oh. Oh, yeah. Our issue now is with Andy from Top Left TV. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, no, he's fine. We've got to see these guys at the Croc before they've been remodeled. Ooh. Yeah, on the Chinese album tour. Not that it's the same band, but it just makes me think about cool shows at the Croc. I saw Our Lady Peace at the old Croc. And they're going to really? be here... Tomorrow. What? Yeah. They see still where. a band? I know. Yeah, I'll turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, 
aren't any pieces at the Neptune tomorrow. Ooh. And all this will and will is all for all and forever after. I love that bass. You played an old Ricky 4001, as I recall. You sound like Rain Man of bass guitars right there. Yeah, definitely Ricky 4001. <laughs> don't see him much in rock. I mean, outside of vintage Cliff Burton, you know? Yeah. When I cry for me, I cry for you. My tears of holy joy for all the days of still come. Wasn't this video like them just performing in a room full of thoroughly unimpressed drag queens? Yes. I don't remember if they were drag queens or chicks, but I remember it was I like... I think they were drag queens just sitting there like, we so don't care that you're doing this. Right. Yeah, and they're just up there rocking out. You know what this band reminded me of? Is, uh, the, the old local band that features actually uh, basses for Bruiser Brody, Jeff Rouse. Remember Alien Crime Syndicate? Oh, I remember Alien Crime Syndicate. I love the Alien Crime Syndicate. They, I remember this song always made me think of Space Hog. Just because it had that, like, woo stuff going on. It was uh, Joe... Reineke who, from the Mises. Uh, I thought it was Micro Mini, or was it the Mises? No, my, me, my, I loved Micro Mini though. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, he was in the Mises, and then did Alien Crime Syndicate, and it was him, Jeff Rouse on bass, Mike Squires on that's guitar, right, that's right, and Nabil Ayers on drums. Yep, he was Nabil in the owns uh, Sonic, Sonic Boom. Boom. Yeah, not anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I think he runs four AD records now. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Joe's still running a studio somewhere here Orbit. in town. Orbit yeah, Studios. Yeah, I run into him once in a while. He's a sweetheart of a guy. Great man. guy. All those guys were. Except for Jeff. He's a dick. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, this was their hit, though. Remember this one? Ozzy? Oh, yeah. This actually got airplane. Yeah, the they end. were they were signed to V two for a minute. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember when that went down. We played a lot of shows with them back in the day. They had that awesome ACS light up sign like Kiss. Yep. And I think Rouse fired it off with a, like, he had a pedal right by his bass pedals. Again, I remember seeing them at the old Croc before yep. the remodel. And yeah, they would fire up that ACS thing and you just blind. Dude, Rev, they had like a giant ACS and there was a bunch of light bulbs in it and they made it out of a box. Like they, wow. Right. They were all about the show, which I thought was so cool. They had smoke machines and the, the band members all controlled it with pedals. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So whenever, like, like this part, they would turn on the ACS, and it was so bright, it would blind the entire crowd. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And you'd go outside, and every time you blinked, you'd see ACS. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I love this band. Now I want to find Micro Mini. So it wasn't I should the, look at my pants, huh, boy? It wasn't hey. the Mises. Because I remember um, hunky, hunky. they had something that got on a movie soundtrack, and that, that uh, created some good royalties for Joe, and I think that was how he was able to open that studio. Yeah. If I'm following all that correctly. And I believe the whole Alien Crime Syndicate, Duff McKagan loaded connection happened because Duff had this great 
old console, this desk, that he then got to Joe Reineke to use in that studio. And I think that's how Rouse oh, and okay. Mike Squires met Duff and later ended up in Loaded. And that was kind of, I think I think that's all that went down. I still remember one time getting a McKagan phone call. Because McKagan got him that board and, oh, and then, well, hey, I'm Duff and I'm Jeff. And then the, the friendship was blossomed. And then they became Loaded. And they became Loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That weird... That's funny. See, I know how everyone else has succeeded in this world, but I, I don't know how to succeed You're myself. You're like the Robin Leach of Seattle Music. Yeah, reporting on things I'll never have. This Lifestyles. is Glenn Cannon reporting on hope and freedom. This was um, <laughs> a, a Micro Mini. They were so sugar. Bob's got a titanium driver. I can't This band also had an appeal in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They used to dedicate this song to me when I was at the shows, which I thought was cool. <laughs> this is my favorite. And speaking of like great old school bands, you know, Goodness is back together and doing yes. shows. Yeah, they just had their uh, show on Saturday at yeah, the tractor. It was sold out. Tony and I were going to go to that, and Gosh. financially we were yeah. trying, to, trying to weigh out whether or not we could afford to, and then the Mich- show sold Michelle, out. Michelle uh, got the vinyl uh, on their little crowdfunding thing and got a ticket to the show, oh, but ended, nice. up, ended up bailing because she didn't want to go solo. And, oh. I, and I couldn't get in because it was completely sold utterly out. sold out. Yeah. Uh. So she ended up passing on her ticket to one of the band members who couldn't get one of their friends into the show. Oh, yeah, no, yeah no, well, it the was track so was tiny. Yeah, yeah, it the was track so was tiny. That we, we just stayed home. I mean, last time I saw Goodness, it was Showbox Market. Um, that Anthem record's killer. Actually, Goodness Anthem. You should just look that up. All right, I will. Goodness is so good. Yeah, they were great, man. Was, do you remember Savannah Park? No. No. Oh, this band was great. I'll probably too. remember them once I hear it. I just remember them. You can't run away. Oh, no. You had a big pop punk. Yeah. Well, this you is Peter Parker. Yeah. These, yeah, are, yeah, these yeah, are our boys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the yeah, California yeah. Brat Rock thing going on. Can't track miles away oh, what was I looking up again? Oh, it's good. Uh, goodness, goodness Anthem. Man, I know what I'm listening to all day today. Just 90s. Yeah, I'm going to go dig that Anthem record out. Yes, this is a little bubble gum for me. <laughs> it was, yeah. I can't hang with the bubble gum. Well, screw you then. I know, it's fine. <laughs> All right, let's go check out Anthem. There we go, go here. I can live with that. I like that we're just doing a podcast and we're just listening to songs that we like. Third oh, week in Sorry, row. everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is... It's a killer song. Yeah. This is Sugary too, though. Yeah, but it's good. It's oh, <laughs> This whole record's great. And I think, again, uh, 
geeky lin- lineage. I think Goodness was formerly Hammerbox. Yep, I, I love Hammerbox. And Hammerbox was kind of known for, at the time, Pearl Jam was, you know, going off like a rocket. But McCready was friends with the Hammerbox camp, and he would just turn up at Hammerbox shows and sit in and jam on guitar and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So people would go bananas for, for Hammerbox, um, and that was kind of that whole... Six Degrees right. of Kevin Bacon thing. Sadly, uh, James, the guitarist, was a super sweet guy. He passed away. I think he lost the, his battle to cancer oh, uh, a couple to years that, ago. Yeah. yeah, Real, real nice guy and super talented guitarist. Yeah, this was Hammerbox. I remember we used to play him on college radio all the time. A little more scratchy than goodness. Yeah, yeah. And if we're going down that rabbit hole, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh, oh what was the grunt truck tune? Oh, Big Dumb Love or Dumb Love or... I remember. It was, it, it was, it was featured on... It was featured on um, Crazy Love. It was Crazy Love. Go crazy! It was featured on Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead put them over. He's like, these guys are cool. More, more. They were the first band I saw when I moved to Seattle. Ooh. Seriously, I'd been here less than a week, and I went to the color box and saw Grunt Truck, and it was packed, and people were going nuts, and I went, I really moved the right town. First of course, local. I didn't know that they were like a previously signed legendary band, and the music scene here was sort of dead, and, <laughs> and I'd made a terrible life choice. <laughs> I didn't know that yet. The first band I saw in Seattle was Bloodhound Gang, but the first <laughs> local band I saw was Mud Honey. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And then 10-minute warning. Could you imagine how much better this this would sound if it was recorded nowadays? Oh, I know. Like, it's missing a lot of bottom end. When I saw this, I was like, dude, I have definitely moved to the right city. This is where I've always supposed to have been. Oh, man. I, I just did not know that I didn't know they'd been signed and toured the world. I didn't know. And then I started going to other shows. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And yeah, (laughs) just another in a series of terrible life choices. But they crushed at the color box. Oh, crushed. Yeah, you know, um... Helmet stuff. It sounds like the song. Yeah. And I remember at the yeah, time it was yeah. the biggest, like, this is the biggest, meanest record I've ever heard. Uh, Funny thing about Helmet was I remember wanting to find Space Hogs in the meantime and then looking up on Napster in the meantime and getting Helmets in the meantime. Well, that's, what you get oh. for, that's what you get for illegally downloading so you stuff. So you got milk toasted yeah, by And accident. I was like, this is not the song I'm looking for. <laughs> I didn't. It's like I didn't hate it. It was just not what I was looking for. Window Paint covered Unsung for a minute, a year or so. Yeah, you guys did it with um, and Mark sang it Mark in the last sang show. It. Yep, for him. Yeah, man, it's, it's so weird. Good. I mean, I it's, like it's chiller, right but 
back then it was so big and huge compared to everything else you were hearing. Mm-hmm. And you, you remember, listen to it now, it sounds thin. This was the band that every label thought was going to be the next Nirvana. Yeah. Like they got they got in the middle of a huge bidding war. I think like at the time, like several million dollars were thrown their way. Whoa. And and it and it did well, but it didn't become didn't the next Nirvana. Off. No. Well, they weren't as hooky. No. You know, they had a couple really strong songs. They just weren't as hooky. It wasn't that kind of music. All right. We, we should probably get rolling. <laughs> In the meantime. Maybe next week's Big Stats, we are. See you Thursday. We will be wormhole free. <laughs> yeah, right. I say that, but I always get good response. I mean, I'm sure people hate it. I'm sure people love it. It's kind of like my life. Yeah, right. Sad and happy. Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like that weird little one-man band guy. <laughs> one-hand Tragic, band? yet amusing. One-hand man? I play 17 instruments with one hand. Yeah, with my left foot. <laughs> it's a triumph. A story of humanity. <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's Glenn Cannon. Tragic and amusing. <laughs> Tragic and amusing, dude. I should get a tattoo on my goddamn forehead. Yeah, right there. Or on your lower back. Yeah, Trevster! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, as always, we really do appreciate you guys listening, especially if you made it through this wormhole. <laughs> From hair metal to Seattle rock to helmet. Thanks for playing, kids. Please we'll, visit we'll, us again. We'll be back next week. I think our friend uh, Billy from uh, Mary Mart, <laughs> which might lead us down another weird road. Yeah, the recreational will. pot shop. Might be time. Yeah. Perfect time for the holidays. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.